0: Later, he tells readers to burn their ships. In other words, eliminate all escape routes for marriage into the arms of another ship. From Men in the Arena, it's Equipping Men in 10. Our conviction is to call you into the arena of manhood, call you out of the faceless, nameless bleachers, and call you up to be the best version of you because when a man gets it, everyone wins. Enjoy today's episode. Men in the Arena Army, we we salute you. you. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Men in the Arena podcast. This is Equipping Men in Ten, and I'm Jim Ramos, and I'm here with our producer and good friend, Dale Culver. What's going on today, man? I am enjoying today so far. Oh, so far. We yep. Been... It's only three in the morning, but. It's three in the morning. I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, do you got a man law? I do. Oh, I love this one. Again, I've been stealing stuff like crazy and see if you can pick who this is from. But the art of originality this, is not revealing your sources. This is so good. Love your wife like Christ when you ain't no Jesus. Paul Friesen. Yep. Yep. I heard that. I'm like, man, that is so good. Sit there and get all ticked off of your wife and be all judgy and all that stuff when dude, seriously, you ain't no Jesus. Yeah. For that was sure. so good. That is Well, you know, and Reggie Campbell in his book talks about accepting your wife. And so yeah. a lot of us will say, I love my wife. Yeah, but do you accept her? I mean, do you do Are you, you accept her? her flaws and her body as it ages? And, I mean, do you accept these things? Or does she feel like she has to achieve a standard that really isn't realistic? And so um, we need to re- really be careful to accept our wives, to love them. You know, as Christ loved the church, even when we're not no Jesus, you know right. Jesus. So, <laughs> hey, I want to uh, talk about a recent blog post. Uh, I, I say blog, we call it our equipping blast. E-blast. I, I really have fun with these things and writing them, and I think uh, we've got some great responses from guys all over the world reading this thing. But but uh, we talk about, our uh, in this blog, burning the ships. And I want to give a take on this that you may not have heard before. So what is all this scuttle about burning ships? Well, you may have heard of the story of Hernan Hernan Cortes and his 600 Spanish conquistadors when they burned their ships after arriving in Veracruz, Mexico in the 1500s. 15, I think, 19 or 1517. Two years later, he succeeded in the conquest of the Aztec Empire. But a fun fact is that he didn't actually burn the ships. He scuttled all of them but one, which he left to carry riches back to Spain. So Cortez ordered to run all but one of these ships aground after physically stripping them of all of their riggings, sails, weapons, and tackle, using everything necessary, all the necessary materials to build houses for the troops, etc., etc. In his own writing, Cortez explained that, quote, We're all in, and there's no turning back. After dismantling these ships, each man... Cortez continued, had, quote, had nothing to rely on apart from his own hands and the assurance that they would conquer and win the land or die in the attempts. This is pretty intense. So these guys are all in. They didn't burn the ships. They scuttled the ships. So why do we always say burn the ships? Well, there's an interesting uh, scribal error, we think. And so in Spanish, okay, so British historian Hugh Thomas, in his book Conquest, Montezuma, Cortez, and the Fall of Old Mexico. <laughs> so where do we get all this burning this ship stuff? British historian Hugh Thomas in his book, Conquest, Montezuma, Cortez, and the Fall of Old Mexico explains this. Quote, the mistake perhaps derives from the fact that the early documents spoke of the boats breaking. In Spanish, that's the word quebrando, que quebrando, breaking, but thanks to bad handwriting of a scribe that may have read quemando, which is burning. So, quebrando or quemando, burning versus breaking. Thomas and other scholars show that Cortes himself, writing his account of the experience, explains that it was a deliberate grounding and dismantling and not a burning that destroyed all the ships but one. Okay. So I want to go back to Exodus chapter twenty, verse seventeen, because I think about being all in and burning slash scuttling the ships. I've got to go back to Exodus chapter twenty, and it says this in verse seventeen. This is one of the ten commandments. God is saying, "You shall not covet your neighbor's house. You shall not covet your neighbor's wife." Let me rephrase that. You shall not covet your neighbor's ship. Or his male or female servant, his ox or donkey or anything that belongs to your neighbor. So historically, the ship men have their eyes on is the ship of a friend. You heard the phrase, you can't trust your best friend. Or it's the ship at an office. Or it's a social media ship that sailed away in the night during high school or the college days. If you, guy, haven't scuttled all your ships except the one in your own harbor, that's your wife, dude, then you know what you need to do next. I go back to Reggie Campbell's book, love that little short book on marriage called What Radical Husbands Do, He uses Cortez burning the ship as an illustration of marriage, and Reggie Campbell writes this. He says, until your wife is the only focus of your attention and romantic energy, you won't have any chance of winning her heart or keeping it over time. Later, he tells readers to burn their ships. In other words, eliminate all escape routes for marriage into the arms of another ship. So he goes on to ask readers if there are any ships that need burning as well as asking if there are any ships out there that know they are ships. In other words, guy, are there any women out there that know you're the heir apparent to the throne of your marriage and your heart? Are there any ships out there? Is there a gal at the office you have an emotional connection with? Is there an ex-girlfriend you've been uh, texting or, or personal messaging through social media Man, maybe you've already maybe you're already in too deep here, but I want to go and talk about the rough cut way. Our friend David Dusick, who we have had on uh, several podcasts, episodes one twenty two and two eighty nine. David is the founder of Rough Cut Men, and David in in one of our interviews, in fact, it was interview one twenty two. He spoke about purging hundreds of potential women from his Facebook friends list inspired by that i went out and i purged it had to have been 500 to thousand you know if, if they were girls who were in my youth group or if they were relatives or something like that i kept them but i pretty much purged hundreds of names did some of these women think i was mean insensitive or judgmental probably do i care no were they offended maybe all I really care about is the ship in my harbor. That's Shanna. So, in fact, she'll go through my Facebook friends sometimes and go, who's she? She's pretty. I go, uh, okay, I'll purge. You know, So she'll go through and say purge, 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 purge. But, but only the only ship that matters is Shanna. I have no other ships in my harbor. I'm all in. The question is, Guy, are you all in? Proverbs 5, 15 through 19, I leave you with. Drink water from your own cistern. And fresh water from your own well, should your springs be dispersed abroad, streams of water in the streets, let them be yours alone and not for strangers with you. Let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth, a loving hind, a graceful doe, let her breasts satisfy you at all times, be exhilarated always with her love. Guys, I recommend purging the ships, burning the ships, scuttling the ships dismantling the ships so that there's only one ship left in your harbor, and that's the one with all the treasure on it, the treasure of your heart. Guys, hope that helped you today to be a better man, to walk in your best version. Make sure if you haven't done so, you head on over to our website, meninthearena.org, grab a free electronic version of my 365-day bathroom book for men. When you do... We'll add you to our weekly equipping blast that goes to men from all over the world. You're going to love this. This is not a marketing thing. It's strictly to equip our MVPs, which are our men in the arena. And, guys, also check out meninarena.org slash donate to see how you can help champion this great cause for men. We give our resources freely to missionaries active military and men in underdeveloped nation we offer our podcast and many other things because of a large group of generous financial champions that believe in this great cause for men so you can find out more about how you can do that at slash donate until next time feel the wet sand on the arena floor hear the deafening roar of the crowd taste the sweetness of victory smell the stench of battle get in the game get dirty dale what comes next grind it out burn the ships and be a man equipping men in 10 from men in the arena if you hunger to be your best version join us with thousands of men from around the world in one of our men in the arena forums join the forums on either facebook or on the website at men while you're on our website remember to pick up your free electronic version of jim's bathroom book for men the field guide thank you for listening to this episode of equipping men in 10 from men in the arena remember when a man gets it everyone wins